Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. What's up, everybody, in the podcast ether, uh, whether you're watching us live or listening to this as a podcast in the future, or maybe you're even watching the uh, archived recording of this, uh, however you are choosing to intake I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, we appreciate it. This is, of course, as I just said, I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I am your titular host, Trent Dozier. So happy to be here with you all once again on another Monday, doing what I love most. That's improv, baby. Um, of course, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this show if it wasn't for our fearless leader, our fearless producer, the the wind beneath my wings, the wind in my sails, the gust of wind that you need when you're in the windy city where she is right now. It's Val Agnew. What's up, Val? What's up, Trent? I kind of lost. Blown in yeah, kind of lost. Nice combo. Kind of lost the thread there. I had two really no. good ones, and then I was like, "Well, rule of three, and then I fumbled it, <laughs> fumbled it to the end. But we got yeah, what we beautiful. needed, I think. Um, I Val, appreciate your commitment. Th- mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Val. How's it going? How are we doing? How's Chicago? I'm great. Chicago is beautiful right now, mm. so mm. Uh, loving that. Uh, yeah, and just having a good time doing, you know, doing life you you, you recovering well from the uh trident second birthday party oh my goodness yes eight straight hours of streaming yeah honestly it it felt like eight minutes it was so fun uh good it was yeah it was a blast and uh the stuff that people put up was pretty incredible yeah i had fun doing what i did and i had fun watching the parts of it that i watched um unlike you i wasn't locked in for all eight hours but not all of us can be the freaking queen. Am I right, Val? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I did appreciate that we got to do some improv. Yes, Val and I did improv together. Um, if you missed that, go check out the, the eight-hour. <laughs> go back no, no, and no, scrub through the eight-hour stream. It's cut no, 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 no. Scrub through the eight-hour stream. <laughs> try and find try and find where the I Love Improv portion where Val and I, uh, Val was not only producing the show, but improvising with me as well. We had a blast. I had a great time. It was great. Well, speaking of other uh, Trident endeavors, uh, coming up after... After our show, if you're st- if you're watching live on Twitch right now, you can of course stay locked into twitch.tv slash the Trident Network, well, where we will be immediately followed by the season finale of Bitcherton Presents Our Gay Pirate Show, where of course the folks who uh, previously re- reviewed Bridgerton are now reviewing uh, Our Flag Means Death. So tune in for that. Stay locked in um, if you're interested in that show, or if you're not, it's fun either way. Um, also there's some fun stuff coming up on the Trident Network. If you are listening to this on a podcast, uh, I think you missed 
this first thing, which is next Monday on April 17th, The Witching Hour returns live to twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. And then next Thursday, so if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can tune in live for this still. Next Thursday on 420, nice, uh, Pilot Season is back with their uh, new episodes. So make sure you tune into either of those. And then even further out in April, something to look forward to Wednesday uh, April 26th. This is a new podcast? Yes. A new podcast, Unjelly Vision. Val, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Unjelly? It's- Unjelly? It's Anjali. Anjali Vision. Anjali Vision. So Anjali, Anjali Misra is going to talk TV, pop culture. Uh, she loves all of it, and she has a lot to say, and it's all interesting, and she's going to have different guests every episode. It's going to be really fun. I love TV, and I love pop culture. So you can count me in. I'll be locked in. <laughs> uh, I, I love the Trident Network. But I think above all, Val, you know what I love even more than the Trident Network and that's improv, baby. And we're about to do some improv. Val, should we uh, stop beating around the bush and get into this week's episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, this week's guest is someone who I am ecstatic to have on, be a part of the show. Uh, I was <laughs> I was telling them uh, a few minutes before we went on that when I was first envisioning the show, they were one of the like five improvisers I had in mind where I was like, oh, I want to be in this format with them. Uh, this is an improviser I love as both an improviser on stage, but also a person who talks about improv. Uh, and he is one half of the hosts of one of my favorite improv podcasts, Improv is Dead. Uh, if you're in the chat, please show some love to this week's guest, Dan White. What's up, Dan? Hello, Trent. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great, man. Thanks for that introduction. That was really nice. Also, technically, a little uh, housekeeping here. Technically, I'm one third of the hosts of Improv is Dead because Damien and Naya is now um, officially our our third host of the show. We're kind of changing up the format a bit, just doing some we're trying to do more fudge stuff, which was our old team in Chicago. So, oh, my God. OK, well, if you're. <laughs> If you're listening to this on a podcast, I literally <laughs> leaned back out of my chair, mouth agape, because to me personally, as a as a big time fudge boy, uh, that's great news. <laughs> and as any of the Thanks, true buddy. improv perverts will know, Damien was always considered the true host of the show, and Dan and Tim are just kind of <laughs> just kind of around weekly. Uh, Damien pops in and out as uh, he chooses, uh, yeah. but that's a deep as cut. He, as he chooses, as he chooses, was more like it because not chooses because he likes to show up eating, which is <laughs> even <laughs> as a host we're, we're trying to work through. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will figure it out. Well, that's great. Yeah, but thanks, man. No, this is great. I'm so excited to be here. Excited to do this. Yeah, dude. I love um as as I've said, I love Dan doing improv on stage. I also love him doing improv you know, through my ears on Improv Probably. is Dead. So, you know, check out Improv is Dead. We'll talk more about Improv is Dead at the end. Uh, but first, Thanks, Dan and I uh, got to do some freaking improv, which I- I'm stoked about. Let's do it. Uh, so, Dan, we are going to get a suggestion, of course, uh, for you and I to oh. improvise together. Uh, but first things first, if you have uh, listened to the show or watched the show before, you know the little spiel that I'm about to get into. But if you are tuning in for the first time across all platforms, uh, first of all, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, second of all, uh, I hope you love improv because that's what this is all about. And third of all, <laughs> here's the spiel. 
Um, all suggestions are great suggestions. That's undeniable, especially when it comes to improv. However, when it comes to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, we want a thick suggestion, a meaty suggestion, something robust, a lot of meat on the bone, so to speak. Uh, so, for example, if you were going to give the suggestion of key fob, uh, we would prefer something like uh, Trent is Dan's dad, and he bought Dan a car for Christmas, but Dan is not satisfied with the car that was purchased because he's spoiled and Trent has a broken arm. You know, something like that, a lot of meat on the bone, so we can just jump right into it. Um, Now, because that's the type of suggestion that we uh, want here on I Love Improv, Uh, it tends to help if you know a little bit about the um, performers already. So if you have seen Dan perform, uh, please, by all means, feel free to start throwing suggestions into the chat. But if you have never seen Dan perform, I am about to tell Dan and everyone tuning in right now what I love about Dan as an improviser, and maybe that will help inform you as to what type of scene you would like to see us do together. So if you want to, oh, I thought we already did the. I thought the start was the compliment section. You thought that was the compliment? Oh my! You thought me just being like Dan's great, moving on. You thought that was it? Nice try, buddy. (laughs) That's enough. That's more than enough. Nice try. Okay, here's the compliments. Dan's great. All right, we'll take suggestions now. I'll do it. No, I'll take no, it. That's not good enough. Um, Dan, <laughs> clearly you're not ready, but are you ready now for the compliments? Okay. I'm always ready for compliments. Uh, as I have said, you are you're one of my you're one of my favorites to watch. I think your energy, especially on the previously mentioned fudge, is like electric and I think I had I think I had a similar um, I was saying a similar thing to Tim and I think it's because uh, you guys are both on fudge together and you have that type of energy but it doesn't yeah, matter if that I negates the compliment no though. no it doesn't You're if both I good. know Tim got the compliment I'm like no eh. it's different but you <laughs> you play with such an energy of like I love improv. I love these people I'm on stage with, whether it's Fudge or any other team I've ever seen you play with. Even when you're doing... Oh, you've not seen me play with a lot of teams then. Yes, I you have. You should have seen me my first five years starting improv. Well, that's true. You were in Chicago before <laughs> I was. So I was, By the time I got to Dan White, current Dan White is like, you play with such a... You play with such joy and you play with such like... I think, I think the word I want to use is like fuckery, where you love to you are such a good person to play with because you always like have something going on for yourself but you are such an incredible gift giver you will just drop little nuggets about people or for people throughout a scene that is just like as an improviser as someone who's either playing with you or watching you play i'm like oh my god i wish i was in that scene with dan right now i would love the gift that he just gave i think i legitimately <laughs> oh, think so nice. you are you. one of the best at doing that of setting your teammates up and i think you also are so good at setting your teammates up like to their strengths you know you're not just throwing out gifts willy-nilly you're like you're like well i know for example i know what damien's good at so i'm gonna set you know damien up oh, exactly nice. yeah. um i truly i truly think you're one of the best at that also, I think it's so I think it's really so hard. I didn't give this compliment to Tim. This is a Dan original. Okay, this is now we're getting yeah. into it. Also, the back half of that compliment was a Dan original. Um, <laughs> but I think it is I think it's so hard to like play angry or confrontational on stage and you see like that's a rule that people get at the beginning when they're learning how to do it cuz it's so hard to do. 
Guys, there is no one better on the planet, in my opinion, of playing someone like angry or confronting someone in an improv scene than Dan White. You do it in a really? way. Oh my god, dude! You do it. Whoa. You do it. In That's a, way, a great compliment. You do it in a way that is so funny. And it never feels like, like, I feel like young improvisers, a lot of times you see people in a fight on stage and you're like, oh my God, they're like trying to be mean because they think being mean is funny. But you, to me, are the ultimate, like, you are one of the top three people I can think of, I think, who really- You just said best, though. No, 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 at that, at that. But you're one of the, because now I'm thinking of somebody else in a different scenario. I'm totally kidding, man. I do this to myself (laughs) all the time when I give compliments, because I'm like, I know it, I know. But you are such a good, uh, the the way to to say it is you play lovable losers. You're one of the best. (laughs) Guys who just- That means a lot. Thank you. I love that. Down on their luck and- you just play them in a way where you're not even like feeling like you can play a guy who you do feel bad for, but you can play a guy, play a guy who you don't feel bad for at all. And you're like actively rooting against them. And you're like, yeah, I, I love that. That guy really, got his comeuppance. I'm really uh, thankful that you said that. I think that I would agree. I think that, uh, that I, I think I play the shitheads really well. Yes. And I think Tim, Tim Lyons plays the like, Yes. Down on the leg. He gets, he's the one you're rooting for. And I'm the one that you're rooting to get like exactly. their head cut off or whatever. Exactly. Uh, that is uh that's super nice, man. Thank you so much. That's, that's, that's really kind of you. I'll, I'll take all those compliments. And honestly, Trent, I told you I had a compliment for you. You can give it. I don't want it, but you I, can give it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Cause you know what is funny. And I'm not just, I mean, I'm not saying this, my compliment for you, uh, was that you are one of the most joy, joyous players that I know. And that you have that joyful energy. And that um, is kind of my like guiding, my guiding philosophy in improv, which I very blatantly stole from Joran Gargello, uh, which is that the only real emotion on stage is joy and everything else is just acting. Yeah. Oh, Um, that's great. And I, I love that. That is like my, that is like my kind of North star with improv. And I feel like you're somebody who I, absolutely associate that with where like you're always trying to do good work you're always like having a good time i mean the the bones are there you know you you got great uh technique and stuff like that um but just your sheer unbridled joy about it i remember i think it was a i think i could get the i could be getting the timeline incorrect so i apologize if this is is if this is wrong but uh we i was on carl for a time mm-hmm. carl and the passions mm-hmm. and we had just like a sliver of overlap i ended up having a kid and kind of had to drop off but like um i think it was i want to say i think you were sitting in on a show and in the show that you sat in on you ended up with your like shirt off wrestling or something yeah <laughs> which i was like that always sticks out to me is like and I, I know you much better now but i was still just getting to know you then and i was like once i saw that i was like this guy i'm, I'm in i'm all in on trend yeah. um so i just i love your joy obviously you're so smart on stage but um thank you i think the thing that you can't replicate is when someone is having fun and that energy is you know that's why we do it yeah i mean i fully agree too about the the concept of playing with joy i i think um I think I was lucky where I kind of had that built into me from my training here at Made Up Theater in Northern California. And then when I moved to Chicago, I kind of like gravitated like you and I think Fudge as a whole. There's a reason why Fudge is a team who I always say there's five teams in Chicago that are my teams and Fudge is one of them because every team on that list, but definitely Fudge, plays with that, you know, 
unbridled joy even if you're like you know in fights yelling at each other on stage it's like from a place of love and joy and fun and like speaking of joran former guest of the show as well joran like i saw that from him on stage too and i like yeah i sought him out as a as a teacher also um because of that so you know yeah we're a couple joy joy boys chasing that joy we love it we're we're (laughs) from the joran tree both of us i think so truly so truly the joran coaching tree teaching tree yeah I went out of I went out of my way to have Joran be my teacher. Yeah, no, he's awesome. <sighs> All right. <laughs> well, now Dan and I are going to compliment Joran for about twenty minutes, and then we're gonna... <laughs> yeah. um, if you want Joran compliments, go back in the archives because Joran's got an episode oh, where I compliment him. Uh, yeah, Val, how are we looking on the suggestion front? Well, we have one. Awesome. Um, it it seems to be someone who knows Dan, or at least Dan on Twitter, pretty well. Great. Uh, the real okay. Sanga man. Uh, says, if this hasn't been beaten to death, I'd love to see uh, a scene where Dan is Dan and Trent is Kevin, Dan's wife's co-worker, who <laughs> is a really great guy and goes above and beyond uh, accompanying Dan's yeah. wife on her many business trips. Jesus. Uh, we can, Dan, you want uh, to get with that? Do you want to yeah, do that, Dan? Of course, okay. of course I would do it. Okay. If someone ch- popped in the chat to request yeah, it, of dude, course I'll do that. my best. I don't know if I'll do it any justice, but... What, what was their name? <laughs> Call Me Sanka Man, something like that? The Real the Sanka Man. The Real Sanka Man. Thank you, The Real Sanka Man. Um, all right, Dan, you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Beautiful home. Good. This is a beautiful home. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you... I'm glad you appreciate. Kelly's obviously seen it, um, but but I'm glad. I'm glad you liking Jesus. it too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, I uh, thanks so much. The heck of a party. We are, this is like talk about a fucking blowout. Yeah, dude. Are you having a good time? I'm. I'm I, it looks like dude, you're having I'm a having good time. a great time. I went to the. I was in the wrong room for a bit. I I think we accidentally I th- I lost was, you in there. Someone might have. Yeah, I was I in know. the wrong. I went up. I was. Uh, I was in like one of your. I guess when I th- I thought it was the main party room because there's like food and stuff yeah. laid out. But I guess it was like kind of where the caterers like prep the stuff. Yeah. Um, so I got first dibs. Yo, okay. I noticed there were a couple <laughs> finger chunks out of a lot of the dips when yeah. the dips got brought out. I, so that must have been you. They're shrimp chunks. They were shrimp chunks. I wasn't raised in a barn. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some stories yeah. around the, uh, <laughs> around the tree, around the office, etc., yeah. etc. Uh, Whoa! You met Chris Catan? Yeah, that picture. I actually, uh, I actually was uh, a VIP at SNL one time oh wow and i got uh you can see he's in the he's in the monkey outfit so he him and it was the night that him and j-lo did the the sketch uh where mango he was being mango the monkey and so that's what that all is. oh yeah i actually have a what's the difference between mango and mr peepers oh i think are those two different characters no mr peepers is mango is what they were uh i think j-lo might have been named mango in the Got it. Because he there didn't mean to call you out there, no. but I was like, he's he's fucking wrong about this. No, one. dude. No, Dan, you're the you're the real. I'm I'm more a sports guy. You know, you're into yeah. comedy, arts, all that stuff. Like, what's that, your sport? What's your sport of choice? Football, baseball, basketball. Love them all. Love all the American sports. Soccer, not a real sport in my That's opinion, right. of course. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever been to uh, a NASCAR event? Have I ever been to a NASCAR event? I've actually uh, mm-hmm. been the. Uh, 
the the uh, flag bear at a NASCAR event before. I've gotten to I've gotten to oh, do the really? honor, yeah the green flag to get them going around the, the track. Green flag. Oh wow! I would love to do that. Yeah. I'd love to go to one of those places. I could I could hook you up. My dad is actually um he owns one of the teams. He owns the Anheuser Busch team, the racing team. So oh yeah, yeah. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s old team, right? Yeah yeah yeah. So I I can't do it. I'm not drinking Bud Light right now. <laughs> can't do it. Well, sorry. We have a we actually have a wide variety of of alcohols on yeah. tap around here. If you wanna, you know. <laughs> grab anything don't be sticking your finger in there or no shrimps hmm? no shrimps in the alcohol oh. you know what i mean just try and yeah try and keep it yeah. clean they call i had a they actually when i was in college my nickname was shrimp believe it or not i believe yeah i do i can believe that yeah you're pretty small sorry that just kind of came out mm-hmm. i didn't mean that as a as a negative no 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 oh no it was because i it was I, i'm sick i'm six one i love just love shrimp Oh, I thought it was cut because you're. I know you're taller than me, clearly, but your like body is kind of like sh- sh- shrimpy, is what I is yeah, what I I'm would a, say. I like aerobic exercise. I do aerobic, mostly aerobic stuff. I'm not into like weightlifting. I'm not looking to see how much weight I can put up or whatever. How much weight do you think you could put up? I don't even know. I don't even have a reference point. Okay, well, let's say Kelly's like what a buck ten. You think you could lift Kelly? Um, yeah, I think I could. Well, could you? I, I know I could lift Kelly. I've lifted Kelly quite a few okay. times. But... Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah I could lift her. Are you sh- okay? Good. That's good. So you could do at least one ten. No problem. Yeah. Probably do like. Mm-hmm. Probably do like me me. You're talking about you're talking about my dog Kelly, right? My dog K I E L L I. Yeah. Not okay. It sounds like you think you're talking about my wife, Melissa, but I think you keep saying Kelly, and I don't know, like, I feel like you're talking about my dog. No, I am. You got that big Great Dane, right? Just because I want to be clear that I have boundaries about what what I'm willing to. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, my... uh... Yeah, my my great Dane Kelly, I'm will I can you could I could probably lift her. My wife Mel absolutely could not lift. You don't think you could lift Mel? No, she's clocking in at a buck forty. You can't do a buck forty. No, because the weight's all disproportionate. You know, it's all over the place. If I I could pick up a single weight at one forty, but when it's all you know, it's awkward. I got a rack. You wanna you wanna put up some pounds right now? I'm not into that. I'm not into trying to impress anybody. I'm not. It's not about. It's not about impressing. I just want to see if you can. How much do you think this home costs? How much did this home cost? Four point two million. No. How much do you think it costs now? Oh. Not what you bought it for. I see online what you bought it. For. Yeah. I'm asking what you think. Well, we bought we <laughs> bought at four point two million, as I just said. So honestly, like, if I were to sell now, based on yeah. based on location alone, I think we'd probably yeah. double what we put into it you know and you got a fucking steal you got a fucking steal on this place 4.2 mil yeah oh man you just that's great you just gotta get in when the getting's good you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean this place what did you say you think you could get for it now now at least double it i would say at least (sighs) 8.4 that's so smart that's so smart. Yeah. I fucked up. I fucked up my portfolio. I'll tell you what. Oh, my. No. You, no. Yeah. Man, no. Yep. I got really big into the uh, NFT game. Oh, I, I, if you would have talked to me, I could have let you know that's not the way to go. No, I just fucking... I, I was... 
I liked it because I thought I could do it. Like I could make them. Yeah. And I thought that was like a good investment, you no. know, and then, yeah. No, you- and then I bought some, I got made some real bad choices in real estate. I went, I went uh, hard on some bad real estate investments as well. That's tough. I, as you can see, you made a great real estate investment. Yeah. And, you know, if you would have come to me, I would have told you, stay away from NFTs. Those aren't real. Go into crypto. That's the way to be. But, you know, mm-hmm. little, little late now. Um, I mean, I could try and I could try, I could look at your portfolio, try and get some crypto activity going in there. Or um, honestly, I could. I bought a bunch of storefronts and malls. You bought them? <laughs> yeah. Where? Just various malls throughout the Rust Belt. Dude, people in the Rust Belt don't go to the mall anymore. I thought I thought it would I thought it was coming back. I thought it was coming back during the, you know, after the pandemic, people would want to get out, go to Gadzooks, you know, go to Spencer's, go to Wet Seal. I was like, and I'm gonna be sitting on a fucking gold mine right now. Do so that's tank. That's done worse than the NFTs, honestly. Honestly, mall storefronts make NFTs look like the NASDAQ 500. <laughs> Did uh, any of the any of the malls have an Orange Julius in it? No, I uh, I did like a very I did I I, I found niches without Orange Julius's because usually those that was like I took that to mean that was like a bellwether for a saturated market. No, the only place you can get an Orange Julius is in a mall. That's why people still go to malls. So if you've got all these different malls and none of them have an Orange Julius, what are people even going to come to the mall for? I don't know. They give me diarrhea. Orange Julius? You must have a week. Yeah. Too much sugar. What? The sugar is what gives you diarrhea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. That's why. So I think you got to stop doing aerobic exercises, and I think it's time for you to start clanging and banging some weights around, because that'll get your core. What's that? That'll get your core stronger, and then that'll help you yeah. digest the sugar more, and then you can enjoy an. Orange... You got a good core. <laughs> Look at this thing. Stacked. Whoa. Tink, 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 Damn. Tink, 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 tink. Wow. Abs. Hey, can I ask you something? Anything. I yeah. always wonder this. Yeah. Anything. Just, just between us as guys, because you got this. You got this core. I'm looking at this. I'm like, look at these abs. Yeah. Look at this. Do you like, do you just shoot? You just fucking shoot. Yeah. <laughs> can't even, I can't, here's the thing about me. I can't even control it anymore. Really? Oh <laughs> God, I would love that. That's why the, I would love that. That's why I got high ceilings in the house. Cause if it, if the ce- ceilings were any lower, I'd be like a freaking walking through a cave in here with, oh. I don't know if stalactite or stalagmite, whichever one's on top of it. It'd be like, Tight. You hold on tight. Stalag tight. That's uh, see. That's a great trick. I yeah. need more of those. Are those onomatopoeias yeah. or are those? Uh... Well, mine looks like a stalagmite. Like it's just kind of like, it's kind of like, like a shrimp, if you I'd would. Fuck. Yeah. It makes that fucking noise too. It's already bad. Like it already kind of dribbles, but it does this. I don't know if I like work up some air in the back of my balls or something. But when it, <laughs> it's like a. It's so. Yeah. Like a. Just between us guys, it's kind of like a peef. yeah i peef i peef damn that's i mean that is weird i think i could be i've been doing crunches and shit i'm trying to shoot i'm trying to shoot and i just well it's like if you grab an orange like i want you to imagine i got an orange in my hand and that's like i just kind of like it's just running down my wrist you know but you want to and i'm sure you're imagining me grabbing an orange and i crush that no problem and it's just spraying fucking just like God, sh- damn that's awesome yeah i don't know 
I, I eat a lot of that's good i'm happy for you cav that's like that's great yeah, thanks man. man i eat a lot of citrus too so that's i don't know if that yeah. helps at all i'm i'm pretty much an exclusively citrus diet in, in whatever Ooh. form it comes you know i'll, I'll do i'll do a drink Hopefully. or i'll do a, a physical citrus but it's yeah. pretty much all citrus and chocolate citrus and chocolate is my is my diet and then i work out obviously clanging and banging you yeah. got to get on the that's on great. the weights i think but you know i'm just i'm just one man in a in a house that was once worth 4.2 million and is now probably worth 8.4 million obviously i got these i'm fucking stacked obviously ab wise but you know I'm just I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who works with your wife and that's all that matters, right? Well, right? Yeah. No, that's great. It's Thank you. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Thanks so much for inviting us too. She she we actually drove separate. So she headed she headed back a while ago, yeah, but um I, know. I was going to stick around and help you clean up a little bit. Oh, you don't need to. We got we got people. No, I noticed you got I clocked that Dyson when I walked in. I was hoping to get my hands on that Dyson. You want to give the Dyson a test drive, eh? Yeah. Come on, let's pop on. As you as you can see, it's a Dyson vacuum, but it's it's more like a lawnmower where you just kind of. It's sit. like a ride on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a oh, Roomba. Yeah. It's like a Roomba, but Dyson built it for humans. So. Yeah. What What do you weigh? Oh, wow. What are you like eighty five pounds soaking wet? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, 80, 85, 86 on a good day. Hey, come here, I'll just pop you right on it. <laughs> Stop! Oh, that's fine. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you can just drive. You can drive around the whole house if you want to. Um, I can. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's stairs that uh, you wouldn't be able to make it up on the on the thing, but and mm -hmm. this this thing's it weighs about uh, weighs about one forty exactly, so it might be kind of out of your range if you're trying to this pick it up and nice. carry it. Oh up. yeah, it's just nice. I feel. Oh yeah, I feel like a drag racer yeah yeah whip around it's actually uh you can probably see there it's got some uh anheuser-busch uh racing stickers on the side oh. as you know the team my dad owns so it's kind of yeah funny. oh man oh wow this is this is sick you thinking about getting one of this those is... for the I, mel whenever she's over here she loves it she loves writing yeah kelly, the dog kelly also loves popping on the thing you would think this is how you know it's a good vacuum your dog loves the vacuum doesn't bark at it. Yeah. Doesn't even bark at it. And that's crazy because you know the dog fucking hates my vacuum. When I vacuum at home, it runs away. Well, are you using a traditional, you know, push vacuum? I don't know. I adopted this thing eight years ago. It hates my fucking guts. Oh, I thought. <laughs> I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you meant you adopted the vacuum eight years ago, and I was like, <laughs> No, the dog. I've had the vac. I got. I keep getting new vacuums to try because to not scare it, but. Yeah. I think I don't think I think it's unrelated. You gotta get. I'm telling you, you gotta get. A, a tries to driver. Bite, tries to bite me when I'm in the shower. Any other, and when I'm going to the bathroom. Any other times or just... I have to lock the door. Well, I think it sees me in like a weak position. Yeah. So a lot of times, like when I'm in my most vulnerable, I'll be washing my hair and it'll like leap through the the shower curtain, you know, and like go at go for my fucking neck or whatever. Wow. I'll be on the toilet and it'll be like biting at me, my you know. So the only other thing, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I don't want to call you weak, man to man. I, I would never do that. The only other thing I could possibly think of is those are both scenarios where your penis is exposed, and maybe the, to the human ear we hear a peef, like just a little, you know, peefing out. But maybe to a dog, it's like a, it's like a. You think it's like a? It's like yeah, like a dog whistle thing. Like I said, I don't peef. It's I don't shooting peef. out some real high pitched air. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I've, I haven't peefed, so I don't know, but. 
it you know what it does it does it does lose its goddamn mind when i climb like when, when i climax. climax i could be on the other side of the house and it'll like start biting the sofa i'm no science i just know i know that if i if i pee if i climax uh-huh. that i'm walking out there's gonna be piss somewhere in the house because the dog got so mad <laughs> And I thought it was abused. I like took it back to PetSmart where, or, or the rescue. I, I took it to PetSmart to get trained. I took it back to the the rescue. I said, I think this dog was abused. It's so mean. They said, this dog was loved by a family of 12. They said they, they said the dog was loved uh, fully and completely that they, uh, they had to get rid of it. Cause I guess they had like an allergy or something, but it had a great upbringing. They had no complaints, but I, it hates me. It hates me. It's got to be the peeth, and I can't really think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh, don't, hey, you, it's okay. You're do- uh, no, I just... I'll tell you what, that my dog shoots fucking ropes, man. <laughs> I'm so jealous of that fucking dog. <laughs> That's the scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That was dirty. That was yeah. dirty. That w- I asked in the chat and no one responded. Do people talk like this? In real life? No, no, no. Like I said, Dan. Absolutely Dan not. Dan is the king of playing the shithead who you're rooting against. Yeah. Uh, Sorry that I had to negate you there, but I was like, I gotta. If I'm gonna get dirty in this, I can't have my any per- like real life details involved in the scene. No, no, so no. I have to. Well, an age-old negation and just hard pivot. Honestly, because of the uh, the conceit and the setup of it all, what, what, in the in the exact moment when you negated it, I was like, I get it. That makes total sense. <laughs> Let's pivot for sure. <laughs> Let's pivot away from using that. I have very low standards, but I have a, I have a few. <laughs> hey, and that was super fun though, Trent. Yeah, dude, I loved it. I had it. a blast, and I think that's like. <clears throat> Honestly, that right there is a really good example of, like, you negated, which is, like, people were, like, you know, when you're learning how to do improv, you're like, well, don't do that. You got to agree with everything. But you did it in a way where you – it wasn't you where you were, like, hey, we got to – you know, this sucks or whatever. It was so clear to me, like, you were communicating with me so clearly what you wanted without, you know, being overt about it. And as someone who has done as much improv as I have, and as someone who has done as much improv as you have, I, like, understood it immediately and, like, really appreciated it. And I feel like there's, like, you know, this language that improvisers have on stage with each other with... I mean, you and I have played together, I don't know, maybe ten times at most, probably. But I feel like I've seen you play a lot, and you've seen me play. And so there's this level of, like... Even, like, Val and I, when we played together a couple weeks ago, Val and I, I don't know that we had ever played together. But I respect oh, wow. I respect Val as a human and as an improviser, so I feel safe, you know, in, the, in that situation. And, like, you and me, obviously, we've played together a little bit more than me and Val, but, like, mm-hmm. you're someone who I respect as an improviser. So I'm like, oh, I understand exactly what he's trying to accomplish here. I know, like, the language he's speaking. And so it was like, you know super yeah. easy i think you're being super generous there i think that was a bad move on my part but i just i and i felt guilty because i didn't want you to feel bad but i just was like i gotta make sure that i feel comfortable with knowing and it was purely me knowing that like i won't be able to get through <laughs> yeah. this scene without saying something terrible so <laughs> yeah but i think i understand i do understand what you're saying but i also think that 
above all else, like, you want to have fun, you want to, like, make the audience laugh. Those are, like, every improviser's two goals. But above all else, you want to, like, you know, feel safe and be in an environment where you feel comfortable because you can't make people laugh or have fun yourself if you're in a position where you're feeling uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, Mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, what it was or what it wasn't, like, I... I, under, I understood where you were coming from, and, like, I appreciated it all. Um, on the topic of the scene itself, I, as I was kind of alluding to, I thought that was kind of a perfect, like, encapsulation of what I think you do so well, which is, like, this shitty guy who sucks, but is still, like, you are doing it from a place of, like, joy and fun still. So everything you're talking about is still funny. It's like, you know, we were talking about Tim being, like, the guy you're rooting for. And it's like, yeah, you are rooting against this character that Dan's playing. I don't want this guy to win. But it doesn't mean you can't laugh at it. I don't know why. It. What was I? Why that guy was getting cocked? He was <laughs> just trying to make friends. Why were you rooting against that one? I don't know. Uh, probably because he's talking about shooting Just because of the, the subject matter? Just because he's talking about shooting? But he sucked at shooting. <laughs> Isn't there oh. something to that? This poor guy's, what'd you call it? Peefin? <laughs> yeah, and to be clear. Which I love that idea. And I love the idea that it was fucking the dog up. Oh my oh. God. It's so funny. Uh, go ahead. That's go funny. Ahead. That's interesting. I mean, no, I think like, yeah, in my comedy brain, there's, I think if I had to diagnose it, it's like the sort of... <laughs> sort of guy who would feel comfortable enough in that situation to talk like yeah. that it's like the kind of guy where you're like well he kind of deserves to, yeah to whatever lot in life you know yeah he's definitely he got dealt a shitty hand but he's done nothing to, to like improve, improve it, yeah. upon it on the river or the turn. i was gonna say yeah exactly i was gonna say something similar which is like clearly this is a tim lyons type of lovable loser but then the the difference is Tim will turn it in a way like the way you turn it is like this guy clearly hasn't learned any lessons he's not like you know he's still like yeah so we're gonna talk about shooting at this party that you're hosting Uh, awesome great love it (laughs) well I like that because it's yeah it is interesting because it's like Like the dynamic right the game like you're you're high status I'm low status so like what's a way we (laughs) you know really give you even more high status And just like having ripped abs is, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, it was, I mean, also I feel bad sometimes cause I'm like, it was a sil- super loose, super silly, like just, you know, silly fun scene. Yeah. I, sometimes I'm like, you know, overanalyzing it is like probably f- f- uh, not the most, uh, fruitful exercise because I think the first part of the scene, which I will take full blame for, it was a little meandering mm-hmm. because I, in my head, as we talked about, was like trying to figure out a way out of yeah the situation that I did not want to go down. So I was like, okay, so how do I, you know, navigate this? And that led to me buying time with a lot of like just like half answers, mm-hmm. you know, as my brain in the back was 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 turning, mm-hmm. um, you know. So interested, little that it's like interesting, but I think when you do enough of these, it's more just like. If you can find one or two things that make you laugh, yeah. that's like the goal. Yeah. Well, I mean that too. I agree. Once we once we got past the 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 wife of it all, then it was like you know hitting a second gear. Mm-hmm. But I also you know like I was saying earlier, you want to feel 
or not you specifically, I mean, yes, you specifically, but the royal you, every improviser wants to, you know, feel comfortable on stage and feel like they are able to improvise to their maximum. And I, I know, I think you felt a little meandering. I was fine, like, you know, continuing to dig, but I do agree. Once we got past that, we were clipping along and I do, especially in the back half of that scene, I think there were, we definitely found stuff that, you know, made us laugh. And like, I, I don't know if the, I don't know if me showing my belly was what you wanted, but anytime anybody's, I love it. Well, I that's like my fucking, that's my go. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you missed it. Go back on YouTube. I love improv archives. Check it out. Um, but that's like my go to. <laughs> that's my go to move is showing off my belly. I love doing that. Like you said in that in that show Great with move. Carl and the Passions. I remember that show too. I. I think that was the first time I sat in on Carl, Hannah McDonald. That's yeah, Hannah McDonald, previous guest, asked me to sit in because we were in a class together at CIC, maybe even Joran's level, mm-hmm. just to tie this all together. Um, and I was like, awesome. yeah, I was like, wow, uh, I would love to because I loved to, I, lo- I really liked Carl as a team, but also at that time specifically, like, Hannah, who I'm now still really good friends with, her and I were vibing great in class as improvisers, and I was excited to play with her more. But mm-hmm. you, Noah, and Tracy, I was like, oh, these are like three improvisers who I immensely respect for, you know, different reasons for sure. I mean, I think all three of you play differently. Obviously, Noah played very differently than you and Tracy. But I just remember going to that show and being like, okay. You got to just be fearless and mirror whatever Tracy does. <laughs> and so that's honestly, that's probably how my shirt ended up off because uh, that's my go to move. Um, but that was that was great. And I I love doing that's so funny. I love doing shit. Yeah, like that. I mean, obviously, like Tracy is, you know, Tracy can do no wrong. She's the best. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I mean, Noah. I mean, to the end was like the guy when you play with him, you would want him to to like the show and like what you were doing. And I remember Noah, like Noah being very in like being very, I think, surprised and like excited, which is like when you think about the reps that he had to do that to him is is the best, I think, compliment you could give, you know, in improv because he was he had he was the, you know, kind of the pinnacle and like he just loved it so much and uh he'd seen so much so to to really surprise him was was great so that's i think why it sticks out in my mm. head because I, I remember it being very funny but i also remember noah being like very tickled by it which you know was yeah. great i really i don't because i never felt like it was so interesting because every every student had noah um at io and of course we talked about noah a couple weeks ago um or many i mean we've talked about noah many times and noah of course was the first ever guest on i love improv um, yeah, I listened to that episode. Uh, it was great. Noah's the best. Um, and it was... He's much more comfortable in the... I think he, Noah's much more comfortable in the, like, intermediate than I am. Mm. I think I'm a little bit more hacky with, like... I think live is a little... I'm a little bit more patient with sure. it. Because you can act and, like, kind of chew on moments. But certainly over audio, it's like, get to say something funny or, like, get the fuck yeah. off. Because... <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to the Maroon Five if I don't like this. You know, it's two clicks away. Yeah, I mean, literally anything is. It's yeah. hard to. I can't like leave a a Carl show and go watch Maroon Five. You know, 
Yeah, that's true. So all my improv is filtered through like how many steps away it is from consuming room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> it's so funny. That band specifically is so funny. Um, yeah, but they're America's band. Well, easy there. I don't know about that. Um, it's like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Tom Petty, Maroon 5. Uh, all the greats. Adam Levine right up there with Tom Petty and Bruce. Didn't he get canceled? God, his te- I don't know if he got canceled, but his the the text that got leaked were the fucking Yeah, I don't think gro- like weirdest, dumbest. Most Honestly, okay. Pervy. You know what's crazy is I think Adam Levine <laughs> in real life might be like a Dan character, really. Because, yeah, I agree. I appreciate that. Because, yeah, I agree. Like, maybe You're rooting against yeah, him for and sure. And it feels like him sending those texts feel like not necessarily a. I mean, I could see it in improv, certainly. But Dan, in addition to being a great improviser, I think I've told you this before. You're one of my favorite character people, also. And like, oh, I appreciate Adam that. Levine, you know, sending like these bum ass DMs, trying, trying to, trying to, you know, yeah. hook up with some girl. Like that screams Dan White character to me. That's so it, Dan White character. Let's make sure we're very clear. Yeah. I could, I could here. see Dan White improviser doing that, but I can definitely see. Dan <laughs> well, White I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to draw the, the delineation between Dan White improviser character and Dan White. Real yeah. Life would not DM. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would do that. Dan, Dan White uh, would write a yeah. character that does that. Yeah. Well, can I tell you my thing please, about, yeah. and this is like so stupid because we have like such little time and I'm talking no, about please. Adam. <laughs> here, but like the sort of person he has California written above his six yeah. pack. Which I'm like, when you talk about like body tattoos, that's such prime real yeah. estate. That's like, and you just wrote the fucking state that you live in. <laughs> it's like, that's what, that's where the eye that tr- tracks the eye. You could have written anything and you just wrote, I fucking love my state. <laughs> hey man, you know? if there's any state. That's the sort of guy that DMs the way he did. Yeah. Your body's incredible. Holy fuck. Holy uh, fuck. Well, now that I'm also, now that I'm thinking about it too. Do you-, you should come to California. <laughs> have you been? the sun dude oh, holy fuck the sun oh. we're joking but right before we jumped on trent you kept talking about how much you love Cal- dude you need to get a california you need to get a california tag i all the more reason to show more belly well exactly thank you i Mel. do i do have tattoos they are concentrated on my right thigh currently and i will say oh yeah i will say one of them is a chicago flag <laughs> And I do want to, my idea is to, because to me, my heart lies in Chicago, but also the state of California. As Also, as we were talking about before we jumped on, I was telling Dan that I love the state of California. I don't necessarily love like the city where I'm from or even really any city that I've lived in in California, but... I love the state of California as a whole. So that's interesting though, because I think like if you were to get, are you were you going to say you wanted to get like a California like I'm going to get the I want to get the outline of the state, especially because it's very like yeah, it's almost a a rectangle. I want to get the outline of the state around the Chicago flag because it's not like an actual flag; it's more uh, vertical. I got the two. I got the, I'll just, yeah, I'm wearing, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. I think you're describing it better. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, I improvised in shorts. That's what's up. 
uh i mean this is interesting because like i think the flag is cool i think the state outline is cool like i have no yeah. problem with that I, it's very interesting that you say this because this is an interesting idea to me of like just the idea of writing it yeah. out is so stupid <laughs> i don't know no, I you agree. know what i mean I it's like it'd be like if i got like a lightsaber or something because i but instead of and instead of that i just wrote star yeah. wars <laughs> Not in the Star Wars font. You just write yeah. the words. Well, it Wars. would be like it's like I guess it's saying the same if thing. Instead, like if instead of the Chicago flag, I just got Chicago. The word Chicago yeah, that, on my leg. Times New Roman. Yeah, yeah. Times New Roman font. Twelve point font down the leg. I don't know. I just that is so funny to me. I don't know. No, I writing it. I guess you, honestly, I have a lot of tattoo opinions. So. You, because you could also make the California angle cool. at the same spot where his California yeah, is, yeah. right? I don't know. Actually, that would look terrible. So I guess he, he was could right do. He, he could have done a lot of different things that what he did. Yeah. Maybe some worse. Yeah. Definitely thousands of better options. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I'm a faster player. In conclusion, oh my god, that's so in conclusion. Funny. Well, like I, I, I do think what I was saying was that this was a very good, like you know, encapsulation of what you do so well. Both, both, I think, in a live performance and in a like recorded performance like this. Obviously, like online, it's kind of on Twitch. It's a little different because it is live, but it is also we're not in the in the room together. But like. I think, as I've said on Improv is Dead, like, I think it comes off so well. And you guys just started doing video stuff there, too. But, like, I think even pre-video stuff, like, and I think because you and Tim are such good friends, too, this helps, too. But, like, there's never, I never feel like there's any dead time on Improv is Dead. And, you know, I'm also in, in the bag for both you guys as improvisers anyway. But it's, like. We also edit it. So there is yeah. dead time. And we, you oh, try I know. But, yeah. Yeah, Thank I've you. been on a couple episodes. <laughs> I've been yeah, yours, yours are tough to edit. Uh, no, you had that hilarious one. You had one of my favorite episodes, which was all the uh photoshop oh stuff my, yeah where, that was a good one with tim's character where you were like you came in and you're just i remember because you are very joyous and fun and energetic player and i remember yeah. that character being very um what you would expect like somebody who is almost like an like in that editor bay kind yeah. of mentality of like what what do you need what do you need yeah we could do that like just like yeah, very dry true. and it, that was really funny well, yeah thanks man i had a great and then time doing that. throwing out some of those ideas that were like terrible ideas <laughs> of like and then t tim's response yeah let's make them you know let's make yeah. them bigger i remember the the tones of that stick out in my comedy yeah. brain as being very funny yeah i think we were if i remember correctly i think we were like photoshopping tim's nipples or something or like giving him new nipples yeah. or something and we were all <laughs> yeah we were all students but tim was a yeah <laughs> oh my yeah. god i okay we'll I think what it was was, and this is going to sound terrible because we just did such a blue scene, yeah. and I guess maybe that's my, but like, I think it was you had put your, you had photoshopped your dad's penis on him yeah. <laughs> just, just to see what it yes. looked like. I don't remember why you were like, just to yeah, see what yeah, it looked yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then the line was like, so yeah, you know, we, we can remove it. And Tim just went, no, you know, let's just keep it on. <laughs> uh, it made no sense. God. You do a great, Anyways. you do a very good Tim impression. That's that's like the inflection. Oh, God. Of Tim. Thanks. So funny. I love, love love Tim. Tim's a great great responder, man. His yeah. his he can turn a uh, he. I think I tend to think of myself as more like gener like a generator. Like I constantly throw ideas out there, and Tim is like so good at like making a very banal line like the funniest line in yes, the show. I fully agree. That is 
what you said right there, that sentence is such a better, more specific, distinct version of what I was trying to articulate earlier. I think you, oh, especially yes. when it comes to YouTube specifically, and kind of fudge in general, I felt like you're very much a driver, Tim is a responder, and then Damien and Vince kind of lived in the middle area, and just like the... Damien puts up comments. Yeah. <laughs> But like the 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 dynamic between you guys is just it really yeah. it always flows so well it's always flowed so well. Thanks, I, man. I love yeah. it. I mean, I love those guys. I love those guys with my my whole heart. Well, we're approaching the top of the hour, so we got to wrap up. Uh, Dan, yeah. uh, you got to listen to Improv Is Dead, of which Dan is one of now three official hosts on the podcast, along hosts. with previous guests of this show, Tim Lyons, and hopefully future guests Damien and I. All three of them are. Yeah, three of my absolute favorites. Um, so make sure you check that out. And you can follow Dan on Twitter at, at Dan White. Um, obviously a legendary Twitter follow. His Twitter is so legendary that it inspires improv scenes. Um, hey. Also, uh, thank you to the, the person who threw it out there, the real, the real whatever. Sanga Man. Sanga Man. Um, Thanks, real Sanga Man. Also, uh, if you're in LA and I don't have a ticket link, so if you're on Twitch, make sure you loop back to the um, to the podcast version of this because by the time the podcast gets posted next week, uh, there will be a ticket link um, in the show notes of that. Uh, Cam and Trent's family reunion is coming back to LA on Wednesday. Great show, Thank great you, Dan. Show. Dan was actually just in one a couple months ago. Um, yeah, it was did so fun. With Tim, they were great. Uh, uh, to, to the surprise of no one. Um, Cam and Trent's family reunion, Wednesday, April 26th, 7 p.m., Los Angeles. Um, tickets are only $8 if you buy them in advance. We'd love to see you there. It's always a great show. And this is the one-year anniversary of me and Cam doing the show at the Yard Theater, if you can even believe that. I actually, I can't. Oh, wow. It's kind of crazy. So we um, typically, it's a variety show, but this is first-run information for everybody right now. Uh, April 26th, Family Reunion is going to be exclusively improv. Nothing else on the show. No wow. stand-up, no characters, no music, only improv, Thank baby. God. Because you know what I love. Thank we'll get to that in a second. Um, stay locked in right here on <laughs> twitch.tv slash the Trident Network to join uh, Bitcherton Presents, our gay pirate show, the season finale. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it was so fun. I, I laughed my little ass off in this chair. Thanks for having me, buddy. You had a great Good, time. I'm glad. Val, thank you to you as always. You're wonderful. You know that. Uh, if you stick around, you can see Val producing the next show. She is our queen. She is our leader. It's true. Uh, I just thanks, love Val. You were so. This was so smooth because of you. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Dan. I've said it before and I'll say Charming it again. Guy. I am technologically incompetent. This show would not exist if it were not for Val. Val means so much, um, and I can't wait to see Val in person again, which will be yes. soon. More on that later. Soon. More on that later. Um, yes. All right. That's it. Uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Val. Thank you to the Real Sango for the suggestion. The Real Sango Man for the suggestion. Um, stay tuned for Bitcherton if uh, Bitcherton presents our gay pirate show. If you're watching on Twitch, otherwise, um, we'll see you. We'll back in two weeks and uh, right here live on Twitch.tv/slash/EastTrainNetwork. Bye bye, and also please remember, you guys. Uh, I don't know how many times I got to tell you this. I love improv. <laughs> listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier.
please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Monday, April 24th, live on twitch.tv slash thetridentnetwork at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.